Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. (laughs) Good day. Good day. Welcome to another show, another episode, another podcast of Doug and Renee. Married Life. Married Life. Married life. My wife's giving me that look. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm here to share what the Lord would have us to say so we can be on our way. I got nothing to say to that. This is uh, episode number two in our series of Divorce is Not an Option. Yes. And again, we we just want to tell you um our mantra. Our this has been our go-to for 35 plus years. Divorce is not an option. Even before we got saved anything like that, we were like, "Hey, we're not leaving. I'm not leaving. Now we're not getting a divorce." Yeah, and I was going to say, well, we're back, not getting back, a divorce. Back up for a second yeah. cuz there was moments where we both wanted to leave. Yeah. But we always said we I always said I was never getting a divorce. Yes, you and did it, say that. And you know we could leave, but we always would have been legally married. You would have always have been Mrs. Douglas Dantzler, even if you hated my guts. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so elementary. Hated hated your guts. Okay, but you would have been my lawful wife. Mm. You would have been legally. You would have been my wife. Even if you couldn't have stood, stood my guts, so been hated to be around me. But uh, what what I wanted to share today was a little bit of what happened to us this past Sunday, not yesterday, but two Sundays ago. So we were we made a trip, we planned a trip, our thirty fifth wedding anniversary trip. We you know we were going out of the country and. We booked our flights and we did everything we were supposed to do. We um, went through all the things and had the discussions and finances, what we're going to do, where we're going, and so on and so forth. And one of my stipulations was I wanted to fly a certain way. I was like, you just want to fly a certain way. So we did everything we were supposed to, you know, and, I, and I'm coming back to divorce is not an option. So the day before, or really the night before we were supposed to leave, that Saturday night, we get a text message from the airline saying, hey, you can't fly how you thought you was going to fly, you know, but we're going to put you on a different flight. And they bumped us to a different flight because we had to fly to a different city. Then from that city, we was going to fly out the country. Right. We had a connecting flight. I'm okay with you telling them how we... Planned on spending 35 years. What? What do you mean? How we planned on flying, because I think. Oh, okay. So we were going to fly first class. Yes. That was. Fly first class to another country. And we had a connecting flight in another city. So we did everything we were supposed to do. Vacation already paid for. Yeah. It's already paid for. We did everything. We talked to whoever we need to talk to. We got, we packed everything we need to pack. We were packed like a week in advance, ready to go. 
And the Saturday night before our Sunday morning trip, we get a text message from the airline. Hey. Your flight's been canceled. Yeah. Yeah, your flight's (laughs) been canceled. We moved you to a different flight. Yeah. And not only did they move us to a different flight, we're no longer flying first class. And so not only were we not flying first class, I don't even think we were sitting together. Yeah. They they had booked us with separate seats. Yeah, Like, not even the same row. Yeah, yeah. Like, one person was row 20-something, the other one was in, like, 30-something. So so we get on the phone. Um, Renee's on the phone, and I am in this airline. Um, Maybe one day they'll be a sponsor, but not right now they're not. So they don't get any pub for me. So we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're, do, we're trying to do it two different ways, but we're trying to get to the same uh, destination of, hey, we paid to go first class. You, you bumped us. We want to be in the first class. That was our whole goal. And then once we realized that first class wasn't an option, it wasn't happening, it was like, okay, we need to sit together because we've had flights before where we didn't sit together. There was the middle seat and it just didn't go well so ultimately we got to sit together on both flights but we were not in first class and it was funny because we were gonna sit in like row three or something like that row two or row three Mm -hmm. and then we ultimately when they booked us on the next flight it was row 36 or something like that we was almost at the back of the plane right it's not the back of the plane right because I remember telling her, I was sitting near the near the, the engine. Yeah, the engine and the bathroom. She was like, well, you won't be near the bathrooms, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so anyway, we got to our destination. And so what does this have to do with divorce is not an option? I'm glad you asked. Because there are people who they went through premarital class. They went through all the coaching, all the counseling. They dotted all the I's, crossed all the T's before they got married prayer, fasting, they talk to their circle of people, they talk to their pastor, they talk to their mom, dad, and everybody, you know, was like, oh, you guys should get married and blah, blah, blah. And then life happens. Then you get hit, you get, you marry your loved one, you know, y'all have a nice ceremony, and then life happens. And how do you deal with that is going to be um, determine your, your marriage. Because life happens to everybody. We were not the only people on that flight whose flight got canceled. I'm pretty sure there was more than just you and I on that Sunday morning flight. But the enemy will put thoughts in your mind and trick you into, well, you're the only one this is happening to. If you read, you know, the news or you watch the news, flights are being canceled all the time, left and right. It's happening, you know, with regularity unfortunately and so it wasn't just something that happened to Doug and Renee so I don't want you to think that whatever you're going through in your marriage you guys are just the only two people in the world going through something you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and so you have to understand that the ultimate goal is to get to the destination that was our ultimate goal get to our destination that we paid for because right. we were like, we were going to enjoy this time. We're going out of the country. We were going to have a great time enjoying our 35th wedding anniversary. You only get, you only have one 35th anniversary. And so we wanted to enjoy it. And so you got to get to the destination. You got to get to the end point. And what am I trying to tell you? Don't give up on your marriage because you haven't reached the destination yet. And one of the conversations we had 
um, at, on our vacation was we enjoyed our vacation more because of what we've been through in our marriage. To, to, be, to, sit, to sit on the beach, as Elder Holder would say, white sand and blue water, and just, you know, the wind blowing and not having to care one in the world. It was just awesome to be there after 35 years, looking back on where we were 34 years ago, 31, you know, 25 years ago. It was like, man, God really kept us. I know we had to put some work in. I know we had to swallow our pride, swallow our ego. We had to do what we were supposed to do. But God kept us. And for us to sit on the beach and, you know, together, not mad at each other, <laughs> because we've gone on vacation and been mad at each other before. And But it was just like, man, you know, God is cool. And I've been saying that a lot lately. Mm-hmm. You know, God is cool. So I just, I just wanted to encourage those who are married who may have hit some turbulence in their marriage, and they, you did everything right. You, you did. You talked to whoever you need to talk to. You're like, Doug, I, I prayed. I fasted. I, we did premarital counseling. We may have even went back through counseling, and we just, we're just in this rut. We're, in this, um, we're hitting turbulence. That's okay. Every marriage hits turbulence. Don't think you're strange that, some, that your marriage is going through something that no one else's marriage has gone through. Mm-hmm. Whether it's self-inflicted or not, every marriage, if you stay married long enough, you're going to go through something. And one of the things that I think we also talked about was how we handled that situation because we were both very disappointed because this was our first time uh, honestly flying first class. And mm-hmm. that was one of the things that you, uh, when we had our criteria down on our vacation, you said, this trip, I wanted us to fly first class. And so we were looking forward to uh, flying first class, and we got bumped, and we got changed, and it was totally out of our control. And there are things that's going to happen in your marriage, but it's outside of your control, but it still is affecting your marriage. And your perception of that thing, whatever it is, is totally up to you. How you respond to it is totally up to you. How you react to it is totally up to you. We could have, I mean, and granted, we weren't too happy with the people on the line who was just telling us that, you know, it is what it is. (laughs) You know, if you want to make your connecting flight, you know, neither one of those, uh, flights had any first class seats that they bumped us to. And so we could have hemmed and hawed and and tried to find another flight or try to find another day, but we wanted to go on vacation. We were ready to enjoy our vacation. And so although we were disappointed, we did not allow that to affect our experience. Mm-hmm. Um we got to sit together, although it was a full flight, when they um when it was all said and done, when we got to the airport, I asked the lady again, "Is there any other seats?" And we were able to get better seats than the thirty fifth row or wherever they had us. We yeah. were I think in the emergency seat area, which normally is an upgrade wasn't first class, but it wasn't the last row and we got extra leg room and we got extra leg room 
Because I'm 6'5". I need that leg room. Yes, dear. So any, <laughs> anyway, we um, how we handled it was um, commendable. And I'm not uh, tooting our own home, but maybe I am patting us on the back because we could have... We could have let that affect our the beginning of our vacation, our yeah. vacation, you know, having an attitude and 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 so going back to my original point, how you handle what happens in your marriage a lot of times is more important than what has happened in your marriage. Mm. There is a uh, quote by Dr. Charles Swindle, that I love so much. Um, it's a it's a very long quote, but the main point of the quote says, "Life is ten percent what happens to you, and ninety percent how you react to it." And that quote is about attitude, and so our attitudes can play a major role in divorce is not an option. How we respond to what happens to us in life is more important than what has happened to us because stuff is going to happen. Expected, self-inflicted, unexpected things happen in your life, whether you're married or not married, life happens. What you do with what happens to you, that is totally up to you. Mm -hmm. Us being bumped was out of our control. Out of our control. How we responded to it, we had full control over that. And we had made a decision, and we could tell both that we were both disappointed, um, but we didn't allow it to affect us having, you know, a bad mood or attitude. It, it actually worked out. We're going to get some money back because we paid for it and we didn't get it. And we are going, we, um, what was I about to I don't say? Know. We're gonna get some money uh, back. We, we got, I know that for when sure. When we got to the resort, <laughs> our room wasn't ready. So if we had gotten there on that flight that was two hours earlier, we would have had a longer wait at mm -hmm. the resort for our room. So when we got there, we didn't have that long of a wait. Although we did have to wait, it would not have been the additional two hours uh, had we been on that earlier flight. So God does all things well. We have to have the attitude that all things work together for the good of those who love God and who are the called according to his purpose. That's in Romans 8 and 28. If you have that attitude that, okay, some way, somehow God's working this out for my good, that will help with your attitude. And that's what we said. That's what we said. We were like, we said um, uh, some kind of way, there's a message in this somewhere. Mm -hmm. there's, there's a message in this somewhere. We didn't we didn't blame each other. Well, if you wouldn't have booked with this airline and you would have booked with that airline and, you know, why you had to book this flight and so on and so forth. We, it was no back and forth about we're blaming each other. It wasn't, you know, because we're, we're a team dancer. So we're in this thing together. Now we just got to figure out how to make it work for us. And so that's what we did. We just figured out, hey, we're not flying first class. Life happens. How do we deal with it? And how do we keep it moving? We didn't, when they, when they bumped us, when we got the text messages, we didn't go on social media blasting the airline and 
tagging them and doing all this sort of thing. Do you know what this company did to us and blah, blah, blah? It, if it wasn't for this podcast, I don't think anyone would have known or anyone would know that we didn't make our original flight. Sure. Maybe besides Lisa. But anybody. <laughs> our, our travel agent. God bless right, you, yeah. sis. <laughs> you but, do us good. But we kept it between the two of us. Uh-huh. And so that's what I'm getting at. Some things that go on in your marriage, it needs to be kept between you and your spouse. And you don't need to broadcast. And maybe the counselor. And the counselor. And you mm-hmm. don't need to broadcast, put it on social media about what happened or what's going on in your marriage. Because there, there's a season. It's a season and this too shall pass or it's a storm. And once you come through this storm, you and your spouse will be better and stronger and wiser for it. But you don't want to put it as my mother would say, oh, your business out in the street, because then people are going to be like, well, why is she still with him? Or why is he still with her? He did this and she did that. And you may have forgiven your spouse, but people still remember what you put on social media. So we didn't go off and we didn't. Blast the airline, you know, we like Renee said, you said we were disappointed because, you know, we thought we were going to fly first class. And I had even joked about things I was going to do. That's probably why we didn't fly first class. Uh-huh. Because, God, God have a way of humbling you. Yeah, God has a way of humbling you. We was walking through the plane. I'm looking at the people first class. I'm like, that's my seat. I was, that's think, my seat. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, which one of y'all got my spot? <laughs> <laughs> but it's all we, good. We, we all still laughing. got we all still got there yeah. to our destination yep. at the same time. Same time. And so I just wanted to encourage um like I said married folks on this particular podcast. Life happens. Things things happen. Everything that happens in your marriage is not necessarily about you. That's one of the things I learned from our former co-pastor. Everything that happens in your marriage is not about you. It's about God getting glory out of your marriage. So you just have to put your big boy underwear on, big girl underwear on, and just understand life happens. And we just have to deal with this together and come through it together. But it happens to everybody. If you've been married any length of time, you're going to go through something. You're going to go through something. I promise you, you're going to go through something. And and my thing is, while you're going through, check your attitude. We often want to check our spouse's attitude or our spouse's response, but make sure that you are checking your own attitude. Not don't, you can't control your spouse. Mm-hmm. You can only control how you react to what's going on in your marriage, whatever that season is. Just do a, a attitude check. And ask God to help you to react to what's going on in a positive way. Uh, Because we talked about this last week a little bit when we talked about the children of Israel being in the wilderness for 40 years when it was a 11-day journey. And it was because of their murmuring and complaining that they stayed there so long. So again, as a reminder, check your attitude, check your reaction, make sure that you're not murmuring and you're not complaining and that you're not putting your mouth on the situation that's having an adverse effect. on. Because sometimes you may be somewhere 
and it's a short period of time, but your attitude and and your just makes it feel longer. And your mouth may keep you there longer. Yes. So just keep a positive attitude and remember that divorce is not an option. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.